My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Let us punish the guilty. Let us reward the innocent. My friend, can your heart stand the shocking facts about... Hi friends, welcome to Why Bloody Valentine. I'm Rich and I'm here with Carolyn. Hey, and we just watched Save the Last Dance. Did you like it? Was it everything you hoped it would be? It was everything I thought it would be. So you loved it? It was fantastic. It Did was, it make you want to dance? It was not the thing I loved the most. There were trains in our week that made me want to dance more. Remember me dancing oh, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. train in Las Vegas, Nevada? Sunny Las Vegas. We're back from Las Vegas here to make you content. It was sunny. It was so sunny. Sunny <laughs> sunny is a word. It was, it, was, it was hot. It was hot as fuck in Las Vegas. It was a dry heat. So it was it was kind of like getting in an oven. That, it does not matter how dry or moist the heat is when it's 100 degrees. It's a fucking 100 degrees, okay? It's very hot. 200 degrees or 250 degrees of non-moist heat will cook your brisket. Like, it's still fucking hot. So let's get into the cast because we're both so exhausted. Oh, so tired from our magical four days in Las Vegas, Nevada. It is a nice place. We'll talk probably more about it on the mini episode. Yeah. I'd imagine. So we got a we got a real good movie to cover now. So let's talk about the cast. Did I at least do a good job at torturing you? Oh boy, did you. Okay. First up obviously is Julia Stiles as Sarah. Mm-hmm. Her second appearance on the podcast. She was in Ten Things I Hate About You, multiple Jason Bourne movies, Mona Lisa Smile, and the absolutely horrid remake of The Omen. We love her. We love Julia Stiles, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next up is Sean Patrick Thomas as Derek. He's most known for this and the Barbershop movies. He too was in a horrible Halloween movie or horror movie called Halloween Resurrection back in like the late 90s, early 2000s when they're like putting weird words in, behind and in front of everything like extreme resurrection, shit mm-hmm. like that. That's how every fucking movie and every beverage and every snack food, everything was titled. Some bullshit. Maybe we will cover Halloween Re- Resurrection. I don't know. Because there is there is this hankering inside of me to cover an entire series of movies. Well, stop. I'm sorry, but I mean, this is a horror podcast, essentially. So we're going to cover a lot of horror movies. We might as well do a couple of series. First, the first one we'll probably do, honestly, is Candyman, the whole series. Because there's only two more movies to go. And then I can make an omnibus for you guys, and you'll have the whole Candyman set in one episode, in case you want to listen to four hours of Candyman talk. Yeah, in case you want to do that. Just wait until you get the fucking Nightmare on Elm Street omnibus. That'll be like 12 hours. Next up, Carrie Washington and Chenille. She is most known for her role as Olivia Pope in Scandal. 
She honestly probably has the best credits of anyone in this movie. Django Unchained, Ray, Lakeview Terrace, Cars 3, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Tons of TV shows, lots of movies. I liked her in this movie. So you like the movie. That's what I heard. No, that's not what I said. Lastly, we're going with Fredro Starr, who played Malachi. Mr. Starr was a member of the rap group Onyx. Do you remember Onyx? No. Slam! Da-da-da! Da-da-da! Let the boys be boys! Yes. That's them. Okay. That's that guy. Um, I just thought it was cool, so I included him. So I guess we'll get on with the movie. I mean, there's so much to talk about. It's a movie. We start off, Sarah, I thought was in a car. She's having a flashback of her mom and ballet. Uh, this this is a car crash. This is where mama dies. Mm-hmm. She's actually on a choo-choo. It was like, it was almost like she was having a flashback of a flashback in which she was having a flashback. Mm-hmm. That's what it felt like. I don't think that's what it was, but how it was shot, that's how it seems. It was just giving you some backstory. Yes. And I mean, yes, we needed the backstory because this whole fucking movie's about her mom dying, basically. Mm-hmm. She's on a choo-choo, actually, which, again, I love being on a choo-choo. Rode so many choo-choos in the past week. No, you didn't. I sure did. You rode trams. And you rode subways. Subway is a choo-choo. No. Monorail is a choo-choo. No, it's not. You did not ride a train. I think I rode two trains. No, you didn't. I think you're wrong here. The tram is not necessarily a train. Ever been to Wildwood, New Jersey? Watch the tram car, please. (laughs) Watch the tram car, please. Yep. That's a tram in my mind. Yep. And that is the very best investment you can make in Vegas if you're staying on the Strip is that fucking monorail monorail. pass. The best. Just fucking amazing. Get that. If you're like, I have $25 and like four days, get that fucking monorail pass. It is a goddamn lifesaver, especially if you're drinking. It's just too convenient. Anyway, waiting at the station is a sketchy looking man. They seem to know each other. Sketchy guy split after the funeral and he apologizes for it. He had a gig in like Indiana, South Bend, some shit like that. Uh, He lives in what can fairly be described as a tenement. Like this broke ass guy. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this must be her dad, I guess. Like then that's not clear at this point. Do you not remember the movie? Not really. I didn't really commit this one to memory. I was just asking. How many times you see this movie? A lot. I've seen it twice. Okay. She will be sleeping on a couch bed until he finishes her room. The room should be condemned. The rest of the apartment we can talk about possibly also should be condemned. He does confirm he's her father, though. Um, He's dropping her off at school. Based on the condition of his apartment, I have to assume the local high school is in a rough place. It doesn't seem like he lives in the best neighborhood. Right. They try to drive this point home by showing her walking through a metal detector. This little trick has lost all of its impact, as this is standard operating procedure in the freest country on Earth now. Metal detectors in all the schools. Yeah. Because of freedom. Nothing says freedom, like making your children walk through metal detectors, 
one entrance and exit and all the doors being locked from the outside. It's the freedom is wafting into this room right now. Just thinking about it, how free that is. There's, there's really nothing more free than school. Just being a prison. We used to make fun of school. Like, Oh my God, I feel like I'm in prison. Yeah. Now Now they're in prison. That's, that's what we've done in the name of freedom. We've made our schools the, the freest places on earth. And they're so safe that there's never any school shootings or anything in the freest country on earth with the freest schools. Having to have clear backpacks, go in metal detector, get frisked. Yeah, it is so free. Drug dogs and shit. Yeah, lockdown drills. You could not be more free. Mm-hmm. They even make uh, bulletproof backpacks. Yeah, because of freedom. Yeah. I've been looking for freedom. Anyway, the school is almost entirely black. They make that a a point Mm -hmm. like it's not racist to say that this is like a black school because that's the point yeah she gets a little picked on in her first class by Derek, who's a smart boy and she's a smart girl she's kind of the same character she was in 10 things i hate about you at least in school yeah she's just not snarky yeah she's not a, a huge bitch except to her dad she's a big bitch to him and she's she'll like clap back at people but they deserve it unlike was her name Cat and Ten Things I Hate About You, where she was just kind of a bitch. Yeah. Between classes, she gets a lesson. Don't put your shit on the floor. So someone is looking out for her, at least. And now it's lunchtime. She has nowhere to sit. She has to sit with the dorks, and she is saved by Chenille. That's who did the backpack thing. Mm-hmm. We meet Portia, Tanisha, and Diggy. Diggy is white. I think. Sarah is talking shit about Derek at this point. She's like, he's an asshole. He's a dick. Uh, Derek is Chanel's boyfriend. So her only friend, brother, her only friend, that's her brother that she's talking shit about. Very embarrassing. This happened to everyone, though. And now we're introduced to Malachi. He is friends with Derek and he is a criminal. It appears this would be proven repeatedly. Uh, Pops Pops is cooking for Sarah after school. He has a freezer full of Hungry Man dinners with her name on it. <laughs> All kinds of them. Yeah, but her mom never let her eat that stuff. No, so. no, no, no. Um, there's nothing like a good Hungry Man, if I'm being honest. That chicken. Do you ever have that, that chicken legs, the fried chicken? Yep. The bottom of it is... Um, Soft and... Wet. Yeah, yeah, wet. But not with water. Like, do you know what else is kind of wet? is um, the popcorn chicken from Walmart. I don't know if it's because of the styrofoam plastic container combination, yeah. but when they sit there, they get wet. Yeah. They, they like sweat and they get wet. It's not that kind of wet. The Hungry Man wet is grease. <laughs> it is grease wet. Like, yeah, it is. Like they took it out of the fryer and yeah, did not like put it on a paper towel. Yeah. They put it right in a plastic thing. Um, that's, that's a very particular texture and type of wet that i i kind of have fond memories for i remember it yeah. um i would my favorite l- one was the um the turkey and gravy one yeah yeah i did like that turkey gravy i'd put that on sandwiches i'd put it on a piece of bread mm, i didn't do that she refers to her father as roy ouch 
She also found her ballet slippers. This is a sad moment of remembrance for her mother right now. Derek is waiting for his acceptance to Georgetown Medical School. He, like Sarah, like we said earlier, is a smarty pants. Snooky is the comic relief. Snooky is a male, so the name Snooky has been taken. Snooky is yeah, a person. That, that was before. This was before Snooky, yeah. but Snooky claimed the the throne. Right. Um. They call him Snook the Coochie Crook. No, uh, no, they don't. But yeah. So watch your coochies around him, or he will take them away, <laughs> and you will have no coochie. <laughs> I don't know what you'll have. Big hole there. Gym class. Sarah is very good at the balance beam. This annoys the fuck out of a girl named Nikki, who I guess is like, I should be good at the balance beam, too. I've never... Yeah, she doesn't like anything about Sarah. No. She just doesn't like Sarah, so that's why she's annoyed Seemingly because she's white. Yes. This display of dancing ability has gotten her an invite to Steps. It's a club, members only. She needs a fake ID from Snooks, but um, she also talks a ton of shit to him. She like makes fun of him. Then she says she can dance better than Derek, who's also, in addition to being an up-and-coming doctor, the smartest kid in the school, um, very attractive, a great dancer, um, romantic, not problematic at all, a nice guy. Derek is what we would call the total package. He said it's not a square dance, and she said that's fine. I'll dance circles probably around you. Boom. I like that. Boom. It's a good one. Chanel looks slamming. Sarah looks aight. Oh, she tried to say she looked cool, but no, it's slamming. Yeah. And Sarah was very much aight. So she doesn't get a fake ID. She gets a stolen ID. And she's very upset because the girl is... She's fat. And ugly. <laughs> she says both of these things. Oh, yeah. These are not our words. These are her words. Yeah. She's, she's so the poor woman that posed for the picture, she's like, I'm going to be in a movie. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> and her role is she is the picture on the fake ID that they call fat and ugly. You ever think? How do you feel about that? What? Sad. Imagine she doesn't know and she takes all her friends. She's like, I'm in this movie. Oh, my God. And that's that's her whole role. They show her, point out how fat and ugly she is, and then you never see her again. She gets no redemption. She probably just cried at home. Sarah needs to get a makeover in a car because her clothes are country and she looks country in it, even though it's from The Gap. This is from The Gap? Yeah, like like she is bragging. This is from The Gap. I've, I would never. If I had clothes from The Gap, I'd be like, these ain't from The Fucking Gap. Now or back in the 90s? Back in the 90s, I would not even... Put clothes from the gap on me. Ever. Okay. Dang. Ever. And it's funny too because I didn't have gap money, so I don't know. We we like didn't have gap money, but I had expensive clothes for the most part. Like I would make fun of the kids that wear gap clothes. I'm like, oh look at you in your preppy fucking sweater. Oh, what's that called? My jeans were $120 a pair. (laughs) My Jingo jeans were a hundred to hundred and twenty dollars a pair. I had a pair for every day of the week. I had almost $1,000 worth of jeans. I do not own $1,000 worth of clothes now. How how could you afford those jeans? I didn't buy them. My parents did. That's what they splurged on. I would have have $120 Jinko jeans, like $30 Airwalks or Vans, or I don't think I was wearing DCs then, but usually Vans or Airwalks and whatever concert t-shirt I was wearing, which was probably $30 too. 
So I was wearing a good $200 worth of clothes at any given time, which doesn't sound like a lot, but like here, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. Considering people were regularly just wearing hand-me-downs. And like I said, we weren't rich. Like our TV got turned off all the time. There were times yeah, where my, my jeans right now were fifteen dollars at Old Navy. Yeah, there were plenty of times. <laughs> there were plenty of times where our house was heated with an oven. Yeah. So, but you were wearing your Jinko jeans. I, I was in the kitchen, toasting my tootsies by the oven in my Jinko jeans. So Snooks is the DJ in Steps. Um, some maniac grabs Chanel's ass. And she grabs everything in his swimsuit area and tells him a thing or two. She grabs his dick and balls, for sure both. For sure both. That was awesome. I thought she was going to pick him up by the dick and balls. And he apologizes. Nikki, Alyssa, and Jasmine are here. Nikki was the annoyed one in gym class. Nikki is the female villain of this movie. Is Malachi the male villain? Yeah. Because he is here. Is he? Is he a villain? Yeah. Like, Nikki's a cunt just to be a cunt. Well, he's a fucking drug dealer, and he beat up on girls. That's bad. Yes, that part's bad, the beating up on the women part. Did the a drug, drug buy? The dr- well, he was getting his respect. I Some would of say that's a villain. I don't know, because they were villains, too, the people he drive by wrongs don't make a right in the end yes malachi is probably a villain in this movie but i think his point of view is this is the only way i can make it so i can do anything he's wrong but he is more a victim of circumstances than nikki who's just a bitch well he proved himself right he did prove himself right nikki played Derek, but she misses him he does not miss her there are a lot of fucking people in this movie. Yeah. Uh, just a, a fucking ton of people in this movie. I cannot believe how many named characters are in this fucking movie. Dozens of people have names in this movie. Mm-hmm. Any way to annoy you. We meet Christopher's father. Christopher is Chenille's son. Um, his name's Kenny. Mm-hmm. He looks way fucking older than Chenille. And I don't think he's supposed to be. She's in high school. He works for fucking Pepsi, so he must be. According to Kenny, the reason she came there was to yell at him and dance with him, and that turns out to be true. Mm-hmm. So, for the hard exterior of Chanel and her feminist... She's a sucker for Kenny. Yeah, she is a sucker for Kenny. And with a name like Kenny, how could you not be? <laughs> Grown man named Kenny. Would you love me less if I was like... um? It's Richie now. Richie? Richie. No. What age do you drop the Y at the end? I don't know. Is it seven? <laughs> Eight? I'm sorry, Bobbies. And... Uh, we still have the Y at the end of our youngest kid's name. You... Shit. How come you get to say his no, name? No, no, I'll cut it out. We call him that. Most people don't call him what that is. He's he's almost he's almost ten. The problem is he's the baby. He is ten, sorry. He's yeah. ten. He is the baby. Yes, he's the baby. So So if he's the baby, he'll always be the baby, which means we can always call him that. Right? Probably. So maybe Kenny is the baby of the family. Maybe. He looks like he's about sixty though. But eventually the baby's turned sixty. <laughs> That's true, I guess. 
Derek arrives to talk some shit about her dancing ability. She hasn't even danced yet, so he doesn't know. But she's about to. And guess what they're going to dance to? The Rockwilder by Method Man and Red Man. Do you like that song? Yeah, I like all the songs. Oh, it's song. so good. Do, do so I ha- you like the soundtrack I do like to the this soundtrack. movie, too. I do. Look at that. Yeah. Look at you liking this movie. Do, do I rap? Do this song. Rap? Do I rap this song right now? Like right now? I sang no, once. you already sang. Knock it off. I was going to, but we roam. Cellular phones. Doc meth. Back in the flesh. Blood and bones. Don't condone. Spit bank loans and homegrown. Suckers break like turbo and ozone. When I grab the broom. Moonwalk. Platoon hawk. My goons bark. Leave you in a blue lagoon. Lost. True. Feel better? Sort of. Sawed off shotgun, oh hanging on the pump, sipping on a 40, smoking on a blunt. Stop. Fine. La, 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 la. Okay, back to the podcast. That's all standing. It was so fucking good. I'm going to get like a record deal. <laughs> so Sarah's like line dancing or something. It's embarrassing even by my standards what she's doing. You can't dance. I can do that. You can't. Yes, I can. I can dance poorly and be embarrassed by it. That's what she was doing, except I don't think she was embarrassed. Um, I've never headbutted anyone while dancing. Not once. Okay. She has. Embarrassing. Malachi has noticed something. At least she didn't point. You point. I do point. I'm a pointer. Yeah, I am. I just danced a little bit to see if I point when I dance. I fucking point so hard. (laughs) If I was a girl, I'd be one of the Pointer sisters. Oh, my God. Shut up. So Malachi has noticed something. Uh, someone is dealing in the club, and he doesn't appreciate it. So we've got a fist fight. I I, I wrote kudos, I think, because I thought he was like. You thought he just didn't want drugs. In the club, in because the that's club. how they make it seem. Right. But it was actually, it was that's his place to deal. Yeah, that's where he deals the drugs. So yeah. I take those kudos back, Malachi. Also, Malachi sounds like you should be in Children of the Corn. <laughs> It's a weird name for this movie. I don't know why I'm talking like William Shatner, but it is a weird name. Regardless, party is over. Um, Derek is going to walk her home because it's a dangerous neighborhood. Sarah assures him she will never bust a cap in his ass. He likes her. Never bust a cap in your ass. So dad is pissed, rightly so. His rules are as follows. She can go out. He just needs to know when and where and be home at a decent hour. These are not even rules. This is just courtesy. Yeah. It's like our kids' rules. Imminently reasonable rules here. Mm-hmm. Like, these are followable, and you cannot be upset by them. You are a child. This is ostensibly your father, and he is being as lenient as humanly possible. Be home at a decent time is any time. Mm-hmm. So now we get a little dance lesson montage. He's even teaching her how to walk and sit like an actual human being. And then we go to school, and Sarah walks in a Malachi, beating the shit out of some woman. And he threatens her. He does not hit her. No, he doesn't. He he does the whole hit the wall by your head thing, intimidation shit. Yes. I think that was for Derek, because he knows Derek is interested in this girl. That's why he didn't hit her. So we find out Malachi took one for the team. He and Derek were robbing a liquor store, and Malachi took all the heat, and that explains Derek's loyalty to Malachi. Yeah. 
But at what point do you stop owing somebody? Man? Yes, like, exactly. And we find out what that point is in this movie. So Sarah spills the beans about her mom. It's a very sore subject. <clears throat> they need a new dance studio for some reason. I don't. I don't exactly know why they need a new dance studio, but he says they do. Yet they can't keep practicing there. Why? I don't know. Just can't. Just can't do it. Their new dance studio is an abandoned furniture warehouse thing. They have to access via a fire escape. Mm-hmm. They can use it now, but it's going to be club med for homeless people pretty soon. So we get more dancing montages. Like this, I guess these dancing montages are necessary they're fun yeah it shows and it shows the progress of her skills and their relationship with one another Mm -hmm. so they are fine but there's a lot Derek has been accepted to georgetown that's great so he's gonna take her out Mm -hmm. i don't know where he got money because they are very poor but he has money He's taking her on the subway, and some old lady is gawking at an interracial interracial couple in 2001 on the subway in Chicago. <laughs> this cannot even be in the top 7 million crazy things this woman has witnessed on a subway in Chicago in the year 2001. <laughs> it's not possible that this, this, this. She has probably seen homeless men Don't fist fucking it. their own assholes. Don't why, why, why did you know that's where I was going? That's what we saw while we were in Vegas. Did we see a homeless man fist fucking his asshole on yes, the street in we Vegas? Did. We did. It was so gross. It was disgusting. <laughs> People were walking by and they're like, every time I see this guy, he's got his ass out. Yes. This man is apparently known for it. He is a habitual asshole fister. <laughs> it was so bad. It was very bad. I did not like it. But you had to hear about it. <laughs> I said we're going to talk about... If we have to suffer, you have to suffer. Yes. Yes. You get the mental image of homeless man fist fucking his asshole on the sidewalk. I get I get to see it over and over again because I witnessed it. So he's taken her to the ballet. She cannot go in there. She goes in there. We get a ballet montage because there's lots of montages in this movie. Dare I say this is a montage mountain. Seriously. Very regional joke. It's going to kill. It's going to kill with the Poconos crowd. Ballet lady's top is so tight and nipples are so hard, I almost included it in the boob count. Wow. There were, I don't think any deaths. Nobody dies in this movie. One of the, one of the gang members might have died, but you can't really tell. They're all at least very hurt at the end. So we get no boobs, no deaths, no jump scares. PG-13, 112 minutes long. Too long. Derek is trying to break the ballet out of her. Her mom got in an accident rushing to get her to her recital, and she was mad at her mom while she was dying, which does suck. That that would be painful. Being mad at someone the moment they're dying, that sucks. She still wants Juilliard, but it's on her. She needs to make the dream come true. Very inspiring stuff. I started balleting around the room at this point. No, you didn't. I want Juilliard. He's going in for the classic doorstep kiss, and he gets it. This man is sly. He's a sly devil. Well, you already called him. What, what did you a say? A lot of things. He, he has all of it. He is the total package. Yeah, the total package. That's what you called him. He's a nice young man. So Sarah unwraps her ballet shoes, which can only mean one thing. More montages. 
She's struggling to get back into it. What she's going to do is fuse the street culture of hip-hop with the sophistication of ballet. A trendsetter, an original, a trailblazer. That's what she's going to be. She isn't going to get Juilliard. Juilliard's going to get her. So we go back the steps. And it's time to show off her stuff to Ice Cube. Back that ass up. She did good. Yeah. Nikki having none of it, though. She cuts in, rubs her ass on Derek, and Sarah bounces. It was, in fact, not a good day. It was night. Well, I was talking about day in general. Like, the day ended poorly for her. It's an Ice Cube joke. Oh, God. Now I get it. Sorry. Are you sorry? Because you just rolled your eyes after apologizing and that counteracts it. I'm surprised that the listeners couldn't hear my eyes rolling. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't strain them. Tear a ligament. You did it again! Stop, you're going to hurt yourself. I've had lots of practice. Yeah, your eyes are strong, like Lex Luger, another total package. Derek is somehow oblivious to what is happening. Like He's like, this is okay, this is fine. That I'm like butt-fucking my girlfriend right now, my ex-girlfriend right now in front of my girlfriend. Yeah. Malachi, not helpful at all. Like, she. It's pretty much fine to dance with strangers but not fine to dance with an ex like no. you should just know that no for how like, smart you're this guy at a is. dance club you are definitely going to be able to dance with people but your ex who's obviously trying to get back with you no no for stupid for how for how smart he is he's totally fucking oblivious here yeah. everyone knows this rule so so yeah malachi not helpful she's milk they're oil no point in trying to mix that's racist old white grandma shit that's what white grandma say Derek is apologizing. Very believable, of course, because he is a good dude. So they go. They do go back to Sarah's house, and she shows off the musical equipment, her dad's musical equipment. He plays jazz trumpet. she ho- says he won't be home. No. All night. All night. Gonna make out for sure. Do you think they fucked, or do you think they just made out? I don't know. I think they just made out. Okay. Diner time. Malachi and the boys going to handle their business. They want him to go. He doesn't want to go for obvious reasons. He's going to fucking Georgetown to be a doctor. He can't be doing drive-bys. Right. And if Malachi was a real friend, he would know this. Yeah. He would He would know that. He would want what's best for him. Malachi is very, very forward that he has to do what he's got to do. Mm-hmm. The only thing he has, as we'll find out later, is his respect. And he knows Derek has something else. So he should be very understandable when it comes to this. Like, Derek can't be going on drive-bys because Derek is going to be something. But he also is probably jealous. Jealous and scared. Probably somewhat depressed. The end of his rope. We don't have time for that, though, because we have a montage to get to. Two different basketball games. Nikki and Sarah slap fighting. Drive-by at the other. No one was shot. And honestly, um, the people in, in the slap fight look far worse than the people that were just shot at. Yes. Much, much worse. This will require retaliation on both. So Malachi is going to have to retaliate and Nikki is going to have to retaliate. She makes it clear this ain't over, but it is over because nothing ever happens between them again. Malachi does retaliate. Mm-hmm. Nikki does not ever. Nothing else ever happens between them. It's over. So I don't know if there was a scene where something else happened between them. 
If there was another ending where maybe, Nikki... Maybe she just wanted something else to happen. Just I, I don't know. Didn't get around to it. She definitely didn't get around to it. So Derek stops at Sarah's. He sees what happened. Dad is home, so she sends him away. Um, Dad is being very daddly. He's, um, like, dabbing her face and stuff. He's being a good... He's, he's coming around to this, mm-hmm. being a dad. Thing. And she's letting him. Yes. Malachi calls Sarah a bitch. There's a rift between Derek and Malachi at this point because Derek has to go to medical school and Malachi has to go shoot some people for no reason. Derek punches Malachi and you think this will be bad, but it isn't. Like Malachi doesn't do anything. He just tries to get him to go to the drive-by. This baby doesn't even know Kenny. Kenny ain't paying child support either. Kenny's a piece of shit. Mm Mm-hmm. They're at the clinic, and um, all the kids are staring at Sarah. All the black kids are staring at Sarah because she's very out of place there. Yeah. Sarah gets yelled. The white yelled- girl in the gap clothes. Yeah, yeah. She gets yelled at by Chenille. I thought they were going to a montage, and this is really just slight dancing and Sarah seemingly wanting a break from her boyfriend. But this is like. She doesn't exactly want a break. She just feels like they're bothering everyone else. Right. She's confused. He does get a little bit defensive and talks about her mom. That was a mistake. Leave the mom out of this. They've broken up because of this. Sadly, all of this sadness is going to draw Derek into having Malachi's back. Because he's sad. Mm -hmm. So he has to go to the only person that's been loyal to him. Since she was not. But he hasn't really been loyal. He's been using him. Yes. And throwing it in his face that he got in trouble and he didn't. Correct. Dad is here to wish her luck. Because the big recital's tomorrow. He has something to show her. He finished her fucking room. Mm -hmm. He is turning into a good dad. He's trying. Yes. She does still call him Roy. Maybe they'll get there. Maybe they won't. I think they will. She doesn't hate him, she says. She misses her mother. She allows him to sit next to her. He says he loves her. She lets him wipe a tear from her eye. This is a start. Mm -hmm. This is a very good start. Now Chenille is urging Derek to go after Sarah, despite her being the sole reason they broke up. Yeah, she told him that she said something she shouldn't have. Yeah, she's like, hey, I broke you guys up. You shouldn't be broke up. Yeah, sorry about that. My bad. Yeah, my bad. She was tripping on Kenny. Yeah. Tripping on Kenny, so she ruins Derek's life. Classic. But Derek is going to Malachi. And Kenny is at the playground for some fucking reason. Apparently, he's going to try to be a dad, too. All these shitty dads are going to try to be dads. All of them. Derek ain't going. He's trying to talk Malachi out of it. All Malachi has is his respect. He doesn't have a future. And he's on his way to ensure that this is in fact true. That he does not have a future. Mm -hmm. Derek is sprinting to Sarah's. She ain't there. Now he's sprinting to the recital. This man should get a scholarship for track and field. Because he's also an athlete. In addition to everything else that makes him the perfect male. Do you have a crush on Derek? Kind of. Like, I aspire <laughs> to be Derek, maybe. Like, holy fuck. It would be so amazing if when he was running to the recital. Like, this is why I can't make movies. Say I made this exact same movie up until this point. He's running to the recital. He's sweaty. He's on, He gets hit by a fucking car and dies. Oh my god, Rich. Oh, poetic. No. We have three threads going at the same time here. We have the drive-by, the running, and the dancing. 
Three separate things going on at the same time. The drive-by, car crashes, which is not surprising because this always happens whenever she's dancing. (laughs) Malachi is arrested, not killed. Derek makes it just in time to see her fuck up. But Derek is there for a pep talk. He was there when her mother couldn't be Mm -hmm. because her mother was dead. Mm-hmm. and Derek is alive mm-hmm. in my movie Derek would also be dead mm-hmm. Malachi would be dead too in fact Malachi's car would have hit Derek <laughs> <laughs> is what would have happened okay. in my movie uh, she somehow gets to try again which is kind of surprising I think I don't I don't know that Juilliard likes retries they seem like perfection's probably in order mm-hmm. but okay and of course she fucking kills it even winning over the asshole judge mm-hmm he can't say it on the record, but she is going to Juilliard. Yeah. So back to fucking steps. Um, Sarah got white girl braids in. Snooki got a disposable camera and Derek got his girl. This is early 2000s. All of it. The style. The fucking technology. All of it. It's very, very nostalgic. And that's the end. They really kind of leave it open. You don't know what happens with these two crazy lovebirds. You don't know if Nikki gets her revenge. It was happy. Yeah, I, I think it was happy, but I mean, you Everything's know. looking up. Yeah. For everyone. Yep. Yep, I agree. It's a sunny ending. It's always sunny in Chicago, Illinois. So you liked it. That's great. Uh, Yeah, right off the top, this movie stinks. Um, <laughs> I gave it a two out of five on Letterboxd, mostly because I like Julia Stiles and the soundtrack. <laughs> Um, the writing is unacceptably poor. It's somewhere between a soap opera and One Tree Hill. In fact, this movie is One Tree Hill, except the writing is slightly worse. There's more black people, and it's about dancing instead of basketball. <laughs> I'm so glad I tortured you. Julia Stiles was okay in this. Carrie Washington as Chenille was the best performer. The best actor in this movie was Chenille. And I... It is not a surprise that she has so many good credits to her name after this because she was really good in this movie. The rest of them were soap opera actors. It was cheesy, poorly written. It's very paint by numbers. Mm-hmm. This is... Predictable. Imminently predictable. You are never left guessing what's going to happen. Nope. Never, boring. ever. Very safe. And it's arguably... The interracial relationship and systemic racism in America is a topic in this movie, but not much. Like, not much as it, not as much as it should be. Yeah. It's not nuanced. It's touched upon. You'd kind of want it to be the point of the fucking movie, though. But the point of the movie is just that these two people like each other. It is so safe, so predictable, so cliched, and so fucking boring. I think that's why I dislike the movie the most. They could have fucking filled this movie with subtext and nuance, but it was either them flat out telling you whatever the issue was or having zero subtext at all. Bad movie. Bad movie. Good. This fucking movie made $131.7 million on a budget of $13 million. How fucking dare you people that go to see movies? It's all those ten, teenage girls watching it. Ten fucking times the budget. Ten. Ten times the budget for this movie. How fucking dare you 2001 moviegoers. If you went to the movies for this, shame on you. Still, shame on you. How fucking dare you. Yeah, but you didn't know back then that it was going to be bad. Like, you only got like a, a preview every now and then or sometimes you don't even get that like i saw, saw we, i saw the trailer go. on the last episode of this movie and i knew from that 
that this is a bad movie. You had already seen it before. I know, but so then you knew it was bad. There's a point I'm in the like back in the '90s when when the movies would come out, like you would get you'd get one trailer. Yeah, but there was or a... sometimes you wouldn't even get a trailer. You would just see on the cover of it who was on who was in it. You're like, oh, Julia Stiles, I like her. And oh, Julia Stiles, she was it. in that one good movie, right? So yeah. you watch it. There is a point in this fucking trailer where they play that scene after the ballet, and he goes, "Do you want Juilliard?" And she goes, "I want to see my mom again," but that's never gonna happen. You know that this is a bad movie when that's in the trailer. You know. You're like, what the fuck's with her mom? Like, <laughs> holy shit. Bad, bad, bad. It has a 53% critic score and a 59% audience score. I guess that's kind of fair because there is people that do like paint by numbers predictable rom-coms. Carolyn, you like this shit. And there is something to say about movies like this. You're like, you don't have to think. You can just put it on and watch it. Yeah, I mean, I there's a happy to be able ending. To have you, revenge every and, now and then, and this was a really good one. And for you that. need to be able to watch something while you knit. Mm-hmm. So I do get it. Some people like these movies. They're pretty mindless. I like plenty of mindless things myself. It's fine to like that stuff. This movie sucks. It stinks. It's horseshit. I don't know if it's my least favorite movie that we've watched on this podcast, but it's very fucking close. So I'll put it at the bottom of at the least, list. At least Twilight was laughably bad. Like, come on, Spider Monkey. That's fucking hilariously bad. And him, like, running up the trees, you're like, oh my fucking God, is that awful looking. This is just only bad. And it's not funny. There might have been one funny part when he said... um, Snook the, co- the coochie crook. That's pretty fucking funny. Because it implies that he just steals your coochie and throws it in a bag and runs away with it. <laughs> Takes it with him. That's funny. But not because... Not, not That's not what it's intended to be. Right. It's intended to be this guy slays pussy. But how I take it is, is he like a fucking gremlin that steals pussies <laughs> and just takes them with him. So yeah, um, I hate it. Which was the point... So, mission accomplished. What about you? Did you like it? It was fun. It wasn't. It was torture. It made my teeth hurt a little bit. That's weird. It's fine. Lots of things make my teeth hurt. Like, thinking about snow on the sand makes my teeth hurt. I don't like it at all. It makes, like, the inside of my teeth itch. You're a weird dude. Maybe. But at least I don't like this fucking movie. So I have some sense. Do you have anything else to add? No, I have accomplished everything that I've wanted to this week. I'm glad. And guys, guess what? You're not going to have a fucking hour and 15 minute long podcast this time. It's a little bit shorter than normal. Yeah, because Rich was bored to death. And there wasn't much to talk about in this movie. Because it's pretty boring. Pretty fucking boring, yeah. Which was kind of the point. Yeah. Was to torture you. For two hours. Hmm. Say goodbye, Carolyn. Goodbye, Carolyn.